revamping and redefining the way we look at our careers. This is Career Revamp, where we discuss all things careers and how to have the career you always dreamed of. Helping you go from settling to soaring and planning your career on your own terms. Now, here's the host of the show, Alicia Perkins. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. Um, This morning, we are going to be talking about um, three obstacles that's been in your way um, to making a bigger paycheck. So if you haven't wanted to know what is keeping your salary stuck, this is definitely a live stream for you. And if you rock with me every Tuesday and Thursday, go ahead and say good morning. For those of you who do not know, my name is Alicia Perkins and I help leaders increase their impact, influence and their income. So go ahead and hop in this morning, guys, and go ahead and say good morning. Also, if you have been um, having a desire to make some more money, hey, Ms. Dana, good morning. Um, this is definitely the live stream for you. Good morning. I got me some hot coffee this morning, so y'all know that I'm ready to go. And I want to talk about this, y'all, because, you know, I say all the time, like, you can't afford right now to be underpaid. Like, literally, you know, you just can't afford to be underpaid. So I want to help you guys to get past that hump and pay that you may be um, experiencing. That's what I'm talking about. And make sure you guys share this with a friend as well too, because I wanna be sure that you guys are not only not leaving um, any money on the table, but I also wanna be sure that you are getting paid what you need to be being paid for, right? Because like I said before, you guys cannot afford at all to be leaving no money on the table, okay? And so the first um, obstacle that I want to talk about, hey, TikTok, good morning, good morning. Um, the first obstacle that I want to talk about first, and it's, not, it's, it's part of, of an obstacle, but I want to say this, stop saying that you are not ready, okay? I want you guys to stop saying you are not ready, meaning that you don't feel like you have enough to make more money. Stop saying that, okay? Um, that that obstacle, is that's not even on my list, but I definitely want to go ahead and throw that out there. I want you guys to stop telling yourself that you are not ready for more, okay? Because that's a lot. Okay, so a lot of times, you know, when you do want to advance in your career or you do want to make more money, you will automatically say, I'm not ready yet, or this is what I need to actually do first. And I'm not saying that there are not things that need to be in place, but in most cases, you know, you have what you need. We just got to put it in the right place. And it doesn't take you forever to put yourself in a position to where you can make more money. So I don't want you guys to keep feeling like I don't have enough. I don't have enough That's a lot, okay? So let's establish that one first because that is what is holding a lot of you guys back and that's what is keeping you in your zone of comfort is to keep feeling like you don't have enough and it can also stop you from being able to take the opportunities that that you need to go after in order to be paid the money that you are worth. So stop telling yourself that, okay? I am ready for more for me. So the first thing that I want to, the first obstacle I'll say Um, is the misinformation obstacle, okay? And for one, I think that people are too taboo about, you know, being able to talk about money and being able to, to talk about what they are being paid or what they are not being paid. I feel like there, there um, is a shame around it, right? Or is this fear that people don't really like to talk about what it is that they, um, they are not being paid or what they are being paid. And I feel like because it is um, a lack of true information out there, for one, I think people feel like 
that they have to have so much more in order to be paid more because the people that are being paid well, right, and they're not in high stress environments and they are not having to work 80 hours a week, those people are not speaking of the way that they should be or even sharing the information, right? So I do think that there is just a misinformation out there of what it really takes to be paid more. Another thing that, which is kind of in the whole misinformation block is not being able to uh, to understand how what you do forth and the results that you do forth, um, excuse me, how the results that you bring forth, how that really does impact what you are paid, right? And when you're not able to really understand the value of what you really contribute to in your role, that can allow you to not be able to receive that higher pay. And I, I want to really talk about not being able to know the value. I talk about it every live stream almost because one of the key concepts, the, the key core concepts of your career is being able to understand the value that you bring because that is linked directly to your pay, right? And so if you are in a position right now where you may not be clear on the value that you bring or, or even the alignment of pay that goes in line with the results that you bring forth, that should be something that, that concerns you. I did not say it should be something that scares you. It should be something that concerns you because you having the right knowledge of your skills and the pay that should be in alignment with that is key to your pay growth, right? It is not the job of your boss to know the value of your skills. It, it, it is a, it is That job is on you. And so I don't want you to feel like, you know, that, you have to be in a place to where you are sitting around hoping and you're sitting around with a desire and you're sitting around waiting for somebody to pay you more money, okay? That is not their job to sit back and examine if they should pay you more. And I know I'm going to go against a lot of what y'all been taught and told. Now, I'm not saying that they should not pay you more, right? But unfortunately, right, but it's the truth. When you think about these companies, friend, they're only thinking about themselves and their success. But guess what? It's just business. Don't take it personal, right? So you need to be thinking about your success. So you need to put yourself in a position to where you you understand the value that you bring and you are starting to have the right conversations with the right people to make sure that they are aware of the value that they bring, excuse me, the value that you bring, because they can very well see that you get things done, but they may not be aware that you are the only one that can do it this way and this good. And so that's why it's going to be key for you to start understanding that if you are not clear on the impact that you make with your skills and what part of the process does that play in their success? Friend, I can guarantee you, you are leaving thousands of dollars on the table, right? And so instead of you thinking about what else more do I need to do or learn, right? Um, start thinking about what is it that I haven't already leveraged, because I can guarantee you, you're leaving thousands of dollars on, on, on the table simply because there is a lack of you knowing what is the impact that your skills make, right? And so this can happen, this tends to happen really with those that, that have been in their position for a while, especially when you bring forth the same results all the time, you can feel like, oh, I do the same thing every day. So when you do something all day, every day, right? You can start to not even be aware of the impact that it makes because you do it every day. But think about you having to eat every day. You eat every single day, right? A lot of times we don't even really give thought to it. We know, okay, it's time to go eat. But how many of us know that if you don't eat, you're going to die, 
right? And so just because you do something over and over again does not mean that the impact of that gets weaker over time. It is still an, a very important function that you have to engage in every day. Same thing when you got to eat, you know, feed your kids, you got to take a bath, whatever. These are very boring things that we do every day, but they are still a necessity. And so when you're in your career and you start feeling like the thing that you do is this, it's just the same old thing, but friend, that same old thing fixes problems that saves them thousands of dollars a week. Or you, you're doing the same thing, right? That is able to improve something, even though what you see is on a small scale, look at the scale of the results that you bring forth. The result that you bring forth, right, is able to, to help them to make millions of dollars every month. But you tell yourself, oh no, this is just something I do every day. So do not limit in your mind the value that you bring forth. Right. And so, again, it's not just trying to look at how big are these successes, but think about what is the part that they play. Right. Just and, and I want to keep using examples because I want to be sure that I make this as clear and as plain to you as, as I possibly can. Yeah. On on, a, on my car, I had to get one of the little the little um, um, sensors done or whatever. Right cost me hundreds of dollars. The little sensor, y'all, was probably no more than like this big. Hundreds of dollars, right? But if I didn't get it fixed, eventually that would have caused, I think, my my engine to malfunction. Y'all, I'm not a mechanic. Don't come for me. But it would cause, cause the, the, the engine or something to do something, right? And so this little bitty part that you can't hardly see, right? If, if it wasn't fixed, first of all, it cost me hundreds of dollars to fix, but if I didn't get it fixed, it would have caused something huge to happen down the road. So start thinking about that. And this is why it's important for you to get clear on what do you do? What are the skills that you are using, right? Don't think about the task every day. That is the details. Think about what is the overall scope of the function of your role and think that if this function did not exist, Right. If what, why is this little hat on me? Oh, <laughs> if this if this function did not exist. Right. What would happen to their success? Right. And that is how you are able to get clear on the value that you bring in the current role that you have. And so in that whole thing of, of this block of what I'm talking about, which is the first obstacle, which is misinformation, right? Another one is not being a, a, aware of your market rate, right? You know, you have to know what are the industry standards for your role? Like what should be the baseline of what you are even being paid? When you look at your job, are you aware that your job could possibly be two, three jobs in one job, right? Do not get deceived in this, oh, you know, when you're looking for a job and it said that you must wear, you know, all of these hats, okay? Multiple hats mean multiple paychecks, okay? <laughs> so when you're not aware of even what what is, uh, thank you, what is even, what should be the expectation or what should even be the standard of the position that you have in the current time that we are in, you are leaving yourself 
open to being blowballed and leaving thousands of dollars on the table, right? And, and again, I didn't say what is the standard for, for who you work for, child, because that ain't always right. What is the what is the rate, right, for the field that you are in overall? I think that is really important to know because I had a client who I worked with. She stayed in the same kind of job role, was able to find a new job and was able to make $42,000 more doing the same thing. So a lot of times you can feel like, oh, I think I want to do something else. And in most cases it could be, but you can say, I think I want to do something else because my field pays too low. Is it that your field pays low or who you work for pays low? Right. And so a lot of times, if you could just know what is the standard rate for the position that you have in your field, you can even use that to ask for more money. Again, it's not about you doing more. It's not about you working more hours. It's not about you having to prove yourself more in order to make more. It needs to be about being able to leverage what you already have. Leverage, leverage, leverage what you already have. I am not against you going back to school. I don't, that's fine or whatever, but don't think that you need this thing all the time in order to advance. Have you been able to get clear on what you already have, right? So I think it's really important to be under, to don't keep yourself in the dark. Don't keep yourself so head down at work that things in your field are starting to change and starting to advance and they are starting to grow and you are being left behind because you are too busy trying to be miss do it all at work that you're not keeping up with is your pay and standards of what you should be being paid for. I, I, I did a post the other day and I said, doing your job well serves your, your company. Managing your career is going to serve you. So go to work, my friend, do, do a great job. I am a high achiever, I'm, I am a high performer. I don't feel the need to exceed expectations, but I love exceeding expectations because I love being able to set marks for myself, right? But don't get so caught up in being a yes person at work, right? And you are saying yes to everything that they need and none of your needs are being met. We, we don't have time for that. Friend, we ain't got time for that, okay? I need you to be staying up today. This is why I even made my group the best to you because I want you to be able to have a place right after I get off this live stream. I'm going to hop in my group and tell them about what skills they need to lean in on or even think or even show them what skills they need to upgrade to. Right. And showing them what are those high end demand skills now, because you need current information. If you have been at your job for a year and they paid you $85,000, okay? And it's a year later, friend, that $85,000 is old information. That pay was based upon old information. Now, again, I'm not talking to you guys who don't do nothing at work, but I doubt if y'all are even on this live stream because I don't even attract folks like that. The, the folks that I attract, you are bringing forth results. You do exceed expectations. You do go above and beyond. You 
you love to thrive. So I, I doubt if y'all are not, or, or if those people are even on my live stream, what I'm talking about, right, is if they hired you back at $85,000 a year ago, that was based upon old information because since then you have brought forth results. Since then you have done great things in your role. Since then you've probably learned some new skills. Since then they've probably added on new tasks in your job description. So that $85,000, my friend, is old information, right? And don't find yourself content with, oh, okay, yeah, you know, because you can, it can feel good when you're making 115, 130, 140, depending on where you are. I am in Texas, so our cost of living is a little less. <laughs> Up north, you probably like, child, that is crumbs, right? But wherever you are, you could, you could be making six figures and you can say, oh, I think I'm doing okay. Are you? What information is that being based upon? If you've been in your position for a year, two, three, four years and you're in pay and that pay has not increased, my friend, you are not doing well. Because I can guarantee you that you brought some successes and results and some impact that you are not being paid for. Old information. Okay. So I want you to get some new information, right? Not saying go find some. Think about what have you done and have you leveraged not just what you told them you could do, but have you leveraged what you've done? Because when you're going through the interview process and you are, you know, um, sitting there and you are sharing all of your past successes and your past expertise and the things that you can do and even the things that you hope to do for them, that's one thing. But you've been in the road now for a few years. You've done them. And not only have you done those things you said that you would do, you have done more. So why have you not, so why has that pay not matched, right? Why is it that your income does not match your impact? So let's talk about that, right? And I'm not fussing, y'all. I'm not fussing. I know it sounds like I fuss, but I'm not fussing. Well, no, I am fussing. No, I'm not fussing. I just think it's important that we take this talk seriously because some of you guys have goals. There are certain things that you want to do in your life. There are certain things that you want to provide for your children. There are certain things that you want to provide for your life. There are certain moves in your life that you want to make and you don't have time to play with being underpaid. Not when, not when you're bringing forth the successes that you are. You don't have time for that. You don't have time to sit back and be afraid to ask for what you want. We don't have time for that, right? There are goals in your life that you need to meet. There are things that you want to do. There are trips that you want to go on. A lot of you guys, if you're like me, you want to be able to give to things in your ministry, in your church. You desire to bless the people around you. And you can't do that if you do not know the value of what you bring forth. And if you do know, if you're afraid to ask for it, we don't have time for that. We don't have time, <laughs> especially when... The money that you want to make is not that far from you. It's not that far, right? So the next obstacle, remember the first obstacle I talked about was the misinformation obstacle, right? So get some new information. I'm going to get new information, okay? Um, the next thing that I want to talk about that is keeping you back from being able to make more money. And this, this was almost this almost was going to be two separate things, but I, I just put it in one. I want it is limited exposure and insufficient branding. Let's talk about that. Limited exposure 
and insufficient branding, okay? A lot of y'all want to be paid six figures, but you, your branding is looking like the, the dollar menu. Now, let, <laughs> now let me talk about what branding is, right? Because I just had somebody contact me last week and they wanted me to do their resume and their page on LinkedIn because they said, I want to rebrand myself, right? And I'm the kind of person, I'm not going to take your money and give you false expectations on a result that you won't get, right? So I, I, I ask questions, okay? Like, what are your obstacles? Like, I ask about the goals that you may want to reach. I ask about what, what has caused you to seek out this service, right? Because I'm not just going to take your money and say, okay, good. All right, great, you're good. No, because this person did not have the full concept of what it means to rebrand yourself. Now, I said this. I said, if you want me to do your resume and your page on LinkedIn, I can do that for you. And I said, but it is not going to give you the depth of transformation or the depth of result that you think that it is going to be. I said, because when it comes to your resume and your page on LinkedIn, I said, friend, that is surface level branding. Is it important? Yes. But I said it is surface level. Okay. And I said, because what a good page on like your, your page and your resume, right? It can attract, right? Good opportunities because, and I say it's surface level because it's just like one of the first things that people may see or they may experience about your brand, right? So I say it can attract opportunities, I said, but if you are in a job search and you want me to do your page on LinkedIn and all the other kind of stuff, I said, what's going to happen when you have to sit down and actually talk about your expertise? I said, because how you express your value, how you talk about your successes, how you even talk about the problems that your skill sets can solve, that is all branding. So I said, if you want this transformation, I can do your page on LinkedIn and all the other stuff. But I said, I'm going to need a few coaching calls with you to make sure that you get the deep transformation that you want. Of course, that's not what she wanted. Cool. But she kept saying, I am in the process of rebranding myself. And I said, a resume in your LinkedIn friend that is not the only parts of branding. Those are branding documents, right? So when you're talking about branding yourself, it's not just about what people see. It's about how you even talk about yourself. It is about how you show up at work. It is about how you deal with yourself. It is the overall experience and the overall feel that the people around you get. The great thing about having a great brand is that you can control what that looks like. Okay, so when you're talking about being able to, to really brand yourself, what you're talking about is I need to really package myself up in a way so that I can attract those opportunities. Oh, my focus. So where I can attract those opportunities that I want, but also that I can keep them and sustain them and grow in those opportunities. All of that is branding. Even deeper into it, I want to be sure that I'm on the right track. So if that if that concept of what a branding below, so I can know that I need 
to move on because I want to dive deeper into this, but I want to be sure that you guys understand that part because the, the thing about a brand, right, is that how can I put it? If people don't know your value, you can't expect them to pay for it. If people don't know your value, you can't expect them to pay you for it. And you, you branding yourself, that is what puts in their mind, she's worth the money or he's worth the money that they desire because they was able to present themselves in a way to where they can actually warrant that. That's what branding is. So just think about it. I'm going to use some, y'all know, know I love examples. I am a teacher to the core, okay? I use examples, you know. Let's say if you go to McDonald's, right? And let's say like you get your food and you like, and you open it up. And I'm pretty sure you guys have been there. You open it up and it's like mayonnaise just all on the whole little, the outside thing. I mean, you know, don't y'all order no fish sandwich, friend. They will put five, seven hunks of that fish sauce on there. And it's everywhere. And the French fries really ain't that good. It ain't nasty, but it ain't good. What do you tell yourself? You're like, oh, what's up, man? You think, well, I only paid $5 for it or $10, right? So you hurt. You kind of hurt, but you ain't that bothered. You're like, well, I, I, I'm not doing that again, right? But let's say you go to Eddie V's Steakhouse and, and you order your steak for $180 and your side dish is about to be $30, $40. Like that is what I call my little special anniversary meal. <laughs> Like, we don't do this all the time, right? And so you sit there and you ordered your meal and, you, and just by yourself, your meals could be up to like $200 or more, right? And let's say that you you ordered your food and all of a sudden you get down and it's it's messy, it's cold. It's, you like, um, can I speak to a manager, please? No more, oh, it's fine. No, because you know, I paid some money for this, right? Because that is just the brand that they have for themselves, right? And so- the the brand that you have, I'm gonna say this, the brand that they have, it's going to determine the level of expectation there, right? So if you're somebody that's seeking to make 100K, 150, 180, 200K and up, baby, you need branding, <laughs> right? Meaning that it's not, just about the work that you do. It's about how you present the work that you do. And a lot of you guys cannot get the pay that you want because you do not know how to talk about what you do at the level of pay that you want. You are still in this doer stage. You are still in this, this, this contributor stage, but you want leadership roles. The math ain't mathing. And so your check ain't gonna math. Because your, your brand does not draw those kind of, it, it, let me say this, your brand does not attract those opportunities of pay that you want. And a lot of times it's not even about, oh, it's a big change I want. Sometimes you just got to have somebody to, to come in there and shift your perspective of how you talk about yourself, how you see yourself. Sometimes it takes those extra pair of eyes that are not involved. Like I, I had to do, like I had an event I was hired for, but I had to submit like my own, my own resume 
thing for them. Right now, I own a business. So I'm not, I'm in a business for four years. So my resume, oh, my resume, child, I tried to sit down and write a resume. Now I write these for my clients like that. But for myself, I struggled. I had to hire somebody to write mine because sometimes when you are in the thick of it, when you are bogged down in it, when you are surrounded, it's hard to really see those gems in your expertise. It's hard to see the impact that you're making because because you're so head down in it um, um, all the time. Somebody said, teacher to take, I need branded friend. You need branding. Anybody who wants to change careers, anybody who wants to advance, anybody who wants to go for more lead roles, anybody, anytime you're making a shift in your career, it's time, it's time for a rebrand. I want everybody to say a rebrand, right? It does not mean, mean that you have done anything wrong, right? And this is the thing. If you are in a need for a rebrand, you should be excited because you like it's time to level up. It's time to level up. So if you need a rebrand, that means you are leaving the old behind and you are stepping into the new, right? So that is something that you should be excited about because that means that you are going into an area, into a phase, into a level, into a next move that you have not been before. And that is exciting because that should mean more growth. That should mean more pay. Okay, so another thing that I want to, um, okay, um, DM me, Joy. Another thing um, that I want to talk about in this one, right, is I want to talk about not being exposed enough, right? And so that, that kind of go in line with your brand too, because a lot of y'all on here, how you showing up at work, friend, that ain't it. Mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> that's not it. Meaning like how you are showing up at work, how you are even talking to the people around you, how do you even deal with the problems that come up at work, the conflicts, the struggles, that is not putting you in position, right, for higher pay. And this is the thing. And this is why I say, I say not all the time, but I always say that your stress levels need to match your pay levels, because sometimes, again, not all the time, sometimes as you advance, sometimes as you start to move into like, you know, um, other other ranges of salary that can come with more problems. OK, Hold on. no, no, no. I, I'm, I want to rephrase that because I don't want to scare y'all. That is going to come with different problems. Right. Because, again, depending on the role that you're going for it could just mean that now you do have to deal with more with more people, which means you may have to deal with more personalities. So now you may not be able to hide in your work and be closed off. Now you may have to kind of step out a little bit more and share more ideas and bring more to, excuse me, and just come up, not come up, but just kind of show up with more, not meaning go get more, but being able to pull more out of you. Say it again, not, does not mean that you need to go get more. You may just need to pull more out of you, meaning what's already in you. And that's why I say, if you if you want through things at work and things ain't going the way that they should be going, look at yourself, examine yourself, be self-aware. Not saying that everything is, is your fault, right? But 
always examine yourself and say, could I be handling this situation in a way that's going to position me for success, right? Because I am a believer that everything worked together for the good of them that love the Lord. So, okay, if this has come to me. This should be working for my good. It may not feel good, but it should be working for my good. How am I able to take this hardship that I'm facing at work and be able to use this as a prop as a step to get me to where I need to be. And a lot of y'all are not getting the advancements in your career because you don't know how to deal with stuff. You don't know how to deal with stress. You keep shutting down. You keep saying, I don't want to talk to nobody. I'm, I'm gone. You, that's, that's, that's not the key. That, that's not going to get you how you pay. Right? That is not the brand that you want for yourself because you have a brand. I, I heard somebody say that, that your brand is what they say about you when you're not in the room. Now, granted, don't put that weight on your shoulders of trying to please everybody. I'm not, I'm not that either. I don't, I don't do people pleasing. When that urge in myself comes up, it rises up to be a, to, to, to try to prove myself. I, I have to squash that down. Right. So this is not saying to, to people please your way up to the top. And this is not saying to be a yes man or to, to exceed expectations to prove your worth. I don't agree with that. But what I am saying is that, right, as you advance in your career, it is less about your hard skills and more about your soft skills and your people skills. And for some people, what is keeping them from higher pay is a lack of people skills, a lack of soft skills, a lack of, of knowing how to get your idea across or your, or your thought across about something and, and you do not let yourself get out of character. You can say ouch <laughs> because as you move on to more pay, you should also want more peace and more pay can bring more problems, but it does not it does not mean that it is going to be a lack of peace there because I believe that you can have more pay, you can have more peace. I believe that you can work well, earn well, and live well. I believe that those can coexist and align with each other. Not because you don't deal with things, but because you learn how to deal with things. And you learn that you can be in the toughest environment, right? And you can walk out with integrity and you learn how to be better and not bitter. That's a different live stream. Okay. So back to what I was saying, we don't have way over there, but anyway, um, not being able to, to get the exposure that you need to advance, meaning like, you know, some of you guys are stuck in projects and tasks that is not allowing you to shine. It's not allowing that true expertise that you have to come forth. And this is why you start saying things like, I feel stuck here. Because you know that there's so much more that you you could be doing, but you're like, oh, I, I'm just not getting the opportunity. So sometimes, you know, when you're stuck in like low impact projects and tasks, you'll find yourself not being able to get the exposure that you need. And sometimes the, the opportunities that you want is on the other side of the exposure that you can't seem to grasp. And that's why when you're not being able to shine in your expertise the way that you think that you should, always go and have the conversations with who you need to, to start to express the interest of being 
like of being able to operate in those those projects and those tasks that's going to allow you to grow and also to get that exposure. Right. But if you start having those conversations and you see that those talks are not going in the way that they should be going, friend, it's time to look for other work environments that's going to allow you to um, to shine the way that you need to shine, right? To show up and perform and to operate and thrive in your expertise and to thrive in your strengths because your money is in you operating in your strengths, right? Your, your money is you being able to operate in those things that you can do well and those things that you enjoy. And so if you're in a work environment that is not giving you those opportunities, no wonder your pay is limited. Right. Because how you can operate is limited. And if how you can operate is limited, so will your pay be. Right. And so you don't want to be nonchalant about this stuff. And you don't want year after year to keep going by. You know that you're not getting the growth that you need to be getting. Not just want, but I need to get this growth. Right. Then you'll find yourself. You, you find yourself stuck. Right. And so, you know, I want you guys to think about why having a strong brand and why also being involved in the right in the right task and things at work. They really work hand in hand with 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 one. Right. And so that's why I say I really wanted to combine this because all of this is your brand. Right. All of that of how you show up, the work that you do, the results. And this is why when people are even wanting to advance in the role that they have now, and it, you're like, Alicia, I, I, I enjoy who I work for. I'm just ready to advance. And you keep going after the next role, but you can't seem to get it. It's because they can't see you for that role. Right? When you get an opportunity to advance in, in a, a space, that means that they can already see you doing that role. And people will find themselves being stuck because they can't see you, meaning they can't see you being successful in their role, right? Which is why, like, how can I put it? Like, that is what gets anybody hired anywhere. That means the person on the other side could see you being successful in that role. So when you are even wanting to advance in the space that you're in now and you just can't get that opportunity, it's just because they can't see you being successful. It does not mean that you cannot. They just have not seen the side of you that they need to see. But I do know that it's, it does. It can sometimes work against each other if you do want to advance but they I mean not advance but if you do want to kind of spread your expertise out and grow but they don't give you the opportunities to do so and sometimes it is biases like sometimes it, it can be a lot of other things but you know in a lot of cases it can also be that they can't see you because you're bogged down in these minute tests that don't mean nothing they don't they don't do anything for your career. All they do is keep you busy. That's all they do, right? So you are seen at work as the one that is dependable, right? But you're not for this position. That's the thing. It's not about being, oh, I'm just some more coffee. It's not about being busy at work. It's about being productive, right? And I, I, don't, I don't know why I can't see your name, but somebody said they, they don't want to see you successful in that role. And I agree. And that's why I just said that sometimes it could be personal things there, but that's a different live stream. But in, in the cases that, that I'm talking about is, you know, it's not enough to look busy. 
And a lot of people at work are you busy? You doing a whole lot at the end of the day, you exhausted, you tired, you're like, oh child, did so much. But when you look at what you did and if it's in alignment with your goals, you'll see that it wasn't. Like you still not being able to learn new skills. You're still not being able to operate your expertise as you desire. So it's not about being busy. It's about being productive, not just for them and their goals, but it needs to be productive for you and your goals as well. Right. And so it's really important for you guys to think about that when you at work. What are the projects and the tasks that you find yourself involved in? And is it a way to bring you closer to the goals that you want or, or is it bringing you further away? Right. And this is this is this is what the the your whole career is about, y'all. It's about being able to be um, productive, not in the sense to where you're some kind of like workhorse. Right. Because you are so much more than that. But it's about are the actions that you take every day. Is it bringing you a little bit more towards the goals that you have? Right. And so, you know, I love to be able to, to, to show people and to show my clients and even the people in my group. How how are you able to show up and do the thing that you know that you know how to do at work, that it does not only serve them, but it serves you, too. And so speaking of my group, y'all, um, I, the Labor Day sale, right? I have my own group called The Best You, and it's just teaching you how to just master your career is also centered around a leadership growth. Um, I, I did have a Labor Day sale. I think the sale ends tomorrow, right? So if you want access to me in this group, um, this is a way to just manage your career. It's a great way to get clear on what you want to do and, and to really show up in the way that you need to in order to make the impact and the income that you desire to. That sale does end tomorrow. So you can go to thebestyou.me to find out more information. I also have a very great deal happening right now to where you pay one time fee for it and you get lifetime access. So go and check that out. Um, when the sale ends, the group will go back to its price where you are able to pay every month or you're able to pay every year. So if you want to find out more information um, about that group and you want to work with me inside of that group, go to the best you me. That's the best you me. So I want you guys to sit back and even think about your own assignments and tasks and things at work, especially if you know that you do want to eventually change careers and things like that. Y'all learn how to use your job to fund your dreams. When I say that, meaning if you do want to eventually start a business or or you do eventually desire to go into something else, use your job as a way to make impact and bring forth successes. Yeah, yeah. But also use it as a way as your own little training ground. Like, I, this is what I tell people all the time. If you like, girl, I'm ready to go. This job is, whoo, I'm ready to get out of here. I, when you wake up, you your heart stops beating fast. You're like, I just can't go another day. That's because you are looking at your, your environment wrong. I believe that nothing is wasted. I believe that we're able to use everything. So even if you are in a position, you're like, girl, I'm ready to get out of here. Change your perspective and start saying, okay, what are things about myself that I need to go ahead and change now? So when I move into my next move, uh, role, I can start ready. I can already be the person that I need to be. Don't wait until you find your dream job and and, and then you want to be that person. Friend, go ahead and start to become that person now. If you know that you got an issue being able to speak up and 
and share your ideas, you're going to have that same issue in your next job. So go ahead and use, you want to go ahead and use your current job as a training ground. And so when your mindset is like, look, I'm here to learn what I need to learn so I can go. I'm here to grow so I can go. Your whole perspective is going to change. Like if there's a boss at your job, you like, I can, this man here. No, if if every time you think about that, that peer or that boss in the word, nope, in your mind, that's an area of, of growth for you. So you should be trying to look for opportunities <laughs> to build up the strength and the skills to have difficult conversation. Is it going to feel good? It ain't going to feel good at first. Somebody say, I'm here to grow so I can I can go. You like, I every time this man talk, it just, okay, that's an alarm. Ding, 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 ding. It's time to grow. So now what you could do is you can use these opportunities as training grounds. So when you find that next position, you show up already the person that you need to be. Because it doesn't matter what you don't like about your job now, you still you. So it don't matter if you find a new job. You still going to show up halfway the same way you did at this job in your next. You don't want to do that. I tell people this so much, y'all. Y'all get in the group so, so I can really pour into y'all. I tell people this. If you're if you're in a job search and when it comes to doing a job interview, you know you're scared to death. You, you know you don't halfway do good in them. Why in the world would you wait until you get the opportunity and you go in the interview and you bomb it why why you need to be getting your practice in just go apply for any job right now even if you don't want it you need to get into the habit of talking about yourself you don't want to practice in the interviews that you really want don't do that to yourself it should be to where when you get that opportunity and i'm not against a mock interview the, those those are okay. Those fine. Because, I mean, end of the day, you get practice to practice. But if you want real practice, go into real interviews. So go and apply for a job you may not necessarily even want. You, you're like, this is training for me. I need to get into the habit of talking about myself, about my accomplishments. And I also need to learn. I need to learn what is the information that they are seeking from me. Because, again, y'all, this, this, is, this is still in the... This is still in the the uh, the obstacles of higher pay, right? You need to learn because I was in HR. I've done so I've done thousands of interviews. Y'all. I filled thousands of spots, and an interview is an interview, right? Meaning, for the most part, everybody wants to know the same things from you. So the questions that they ask may change and be different. By the end of the day, it's the same in information. Somebody said, I've, I've been applying to, to know if Lord helped me, even jobs I don't want to get any experience. Okay. But, the, but that's, that's good. That's good that you're looking to get that experience. But anyway, in the interview process, they want to know the same things. You need to get into the habit of, I need to get into my mind. What is the overall storyline of my experience? What is the overall, the overall um, information that they want to know about my expertise? Because once you get that down, it don't matter what question they ask you. 
you understand your expertise inside and out. You know the information that they need from you in order to make a to, to decide if you are a good fit for this job. You already know that. And so people are like, well, I don't know if they're gonna ask this question or that question. Don't worry about the questions that, that they're gonna ask. Do you understand the story of your expertise? That is what you need to lean more into, not about what is the question they're gonna come with next. And that's neither here or there, because everybody wants to know the same thing. Even with the even with the stories that you guys tell, you should have some kind of story bank in your mind because I, I know you all hate the, you know, the the questions about they want to know about a time with your with your team and all they want to do uh, it's like they don't they don't even care about what happened. They are looking for something. One of the things they could be looking with, okay, is how do you deal in stress? How do you respond in, in stress? How are you in team environments? That's the overall information that they desire to know. So you should have you should have your good five, six stories in your story bank, in your mind. So when you sit down, you already know what they want to know. So you already know what parts of the story that you need to highlight. Why? Because you've been practicing. I've heard people say, well, I, well, you know, it's really important, you know, like to not sound like a script. You're not going to sound like a script. You need to practice, though, because it's not easy, guys, to talk about what you do in a way to where they can see it. And I've, in, in my experience in HR, I, it's always two extremes. Either you give too much information or you don't give enough. And so when you give too much information, too much details, all you do is shrink your expertise. All you do is shrink your impact. All you do is you look underqualified because you're focused on the details and not on what is it that they need to know to understand that I can fill the gap or you don't share enough. So you still look underqualified. Right. And so what tends to happen is is they have to dig for information and, and they have to, to, to actually and pull and pull. And what that does for them is that, that, that ruins the experience with them being able to engage in you because they didn't have an opportunity to really connect with you and really learn about you because they had to dig for everything because you didn't share enough. Right. And so all of this is talking about pay. Right. And so, um, I've seen people that try to go to like manager roles and up, they have a hard time being able to shift how they talk about the expertise that they have, right? Even with the clients that I work with, I actually have a client in an hour um, that I'm, I'm sitting with her and I'm going to coach her how to talk about her expertise because I'm like, friend, you are getting ready to move into a whole other level of your expertise. And we have to be able to make sure that you know what parts of your expertise to talk about, right? So in this is the gap that people say. They say, I know I can do the job, right? And so I think somebody said earlier that they have been applying to jobs, but they haven't heard anything back, right? If you're not getting any callbacks, it's your resume. If in the environment that we're in is super competitive, right? Which is why, and it's the thing, I'm not saying 100% of it is your resume. I'm saying a lot of it is right because the other part could be because it is a competitive environment and so you need diverse job search strategies because right now you can have literally 800 people 
applying to a job. And y'all, I was in HR. Sometimes we didn't have time to even go through all those applications, right? And so because if we we got 12 things of, of what is it, 12 swipe files of, of, of applications to go through, and I'm already on page four, and I already got 10 solid people, I didn't even see the rest of those people. So sometimes you can feel like, man, I don't know if, if if I got enough. They ain't even seeing your application. So it's, it's not that you're not qualified. It's just that the market is competitive. So as you're applying online, which is nothing wrong, like like I'm not against job boards. I know coaches like job boards. Job boards are just competitive. And so if you do do job boards, you're going to have to bring add in some more job search strategies. But, but Miss Tisha, we start, I think, on the 11th. So I'm, re I'm really excited about that. So, so. It's well with you, okay? Don't worry, friend. Uh, but anyway, so I think that's really important too, just to be able to understand that if 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 you're not being able to get the results and stuff that you want, it could be a lack in either of that area. It's about you knowing how to how to really not just express your value, but express your value in a way to that in a way that it will benefit them. Right, because the child doing interviews, people will come and sit and talk and talk and talk and talk, and you like all of this sounds good, but it doesn't have anything to do with the problems that we need solved. And that's why, even with the whole thing with your page on LinkedIn and your resume, this is why it's so important. And this could be stopping you from higher pay. Stop being a jack of all trades. Stop, stop it to when I ask you what kind of jobs you're looking for. You tell me that, oh, I'm just open to anything. No, you are open to being lowballed and stressed out, <laughs> right? Because your brand needs to be able to speak to the problems that you solve. And if you are a jack of all trades, it's hard to tell what you do. And there's no money in confusion. <laughs> I want everybody to put in the chat box. There's no money in confusion. When people are confused about what you do, they're not paying you. I'm sorry. They're not, right? Because, you know, we want to say that, that, you know, companies don't pay and sometimes they don't pay like sometimes they they be playing right but also do you put yourself in a position to where you can be paid more all right so there's a lot more that i can say about that but when there's no confusion guys they will not pay you right and so that's why it's it's important to get clear on what are the kind of roles now i'm not saying that you gotta nail in one kind of, 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 of role in your mind. But what I am saying is that you need to get clear. What are the problems that you are solving with your skills? Because the more clear you are, the more confident you can show up because you know, right? But when you this, oh, I, oh, I know how to do everything. It gets exhausting. Okay. For this job interview, I got to put on this hat. For that job interview, I got to put on this hat. For this interview, I got to put on that hat. And you never learn to master anything because you're all over the place, right? So with my clients, I help them to sit down. Okay, what do you want to do, right? What is the pay that you want? What is the life that you want, right? So we get clear on these things. So because, you know, you can find yourself stressed out either at work or even in your job search because, because you're not clear, 
So you feel all over the place. But when you can start to really get clear on this is the impact that I desire to make with my skills. Now you are able to really lean in on those skills and go all in and master not just your expertise, but also learn how to master how you talk about what's on my lip. But you can also learn how to, it's bothering me. You can learn how to really get clear on, you know, what is it is the impact that you desire to make with your skills. Okay. All right. So another thing that I want to talk about, and this is, wait, I, was that my third one? Okay. So this is the, the last thing. And it really also tied into um, the one I just shared. I want to talk about really fast. I want to talk about the hidden blocks in your skill set. So the first one was um, old information. The second one was um, not being able to get the right exposure that you need. But then the other one also um, talking about to make sure that your brand is also in a place to where it can put you in a position to, to attract the actual pay that you want. But the last one that I want to talk about is gaps in your skills, right? Because this is really important too. Because again, I'm, you know, I, I know I say a lot to just lean on what you already have, but what I mean is to make sure that you've been able to really maximize that first. So I'm not against you being able to upgrade your skills at all. I think that's a good thing, right? But what I am saying is that just make sure that you are able to use to capacity what you already have before you start adding on stuff, right? And so, this is bothering me. Okay, I'm sorry. So what I want to talk about now is being able to to identify what are those skills that are in demand, but it's skills that you don't have. And this is the power of you being able to be uh, to be clear on what you want, but it's also the power of you being able to know that you can make a change anytime you want to, especially in a time that we're in now when things are just weird, right? This whole job market is competitive, things of that sort. You got to be able to, to adapt to that and to lean on to and say, okay, with the pay that I want to make, you know, what are those high end demand skills that I can really lean into, right? And, and that's going to be really important to know that, you know, and to be strategic with the skills that you um, think about getting into, right? Another skill gap that I want to talk about, which I kind of talked about already, but I'll talk about a little bit more, is not knowing how to negotiate for a higher pay, right? Not being able to have a plan for if you want to make higher pay in what time frame, right? And and make sure that that time, pr that time frame is something real. So if you don't have the skills to be able to ask for what it is that you want, you will not receive it, right? And so it's not only about you knowing what it is that you want, but it's also being able to have the skills to actually ask for it. And when you're talking about being able to ask for the pay that you want, I want you to really think about, right? That it's a skill. All of these things are skills, skills, interviewing, being able to ask for the money, that stuff is skill. So if you're not sharp in those areas, don't be discouraged. Look for opportunities to build those skills up, right? And also um, another one that, that can stop your pay is your performance. 
And I don't think that people talk enough about being able to track or understand just metrics. I think sometimes we can want our boss to handle these things of that sort, but it's up to you to be able to sit down and be able to um, to see if your skills at work, if they are growing or not, right? And so this is why it's really, really key to be self-aware, right? And it can't be your first reaction to play victim, meaning that, oh, I'm not getting the pay that I want, you know, because of this person and that person. And guess what? It very well could be that. But the, the great thing about self-awareness is that it will always cause you to look at yourself first, okay? Have I been showing up the way that I know that I need to? Have I been able to bring forth the results that I know that I should bring forth? And so as you sit back and you start to examine these things, now you're able to look at the gaps and see, okay, is it something that I'm doing that's stopping me from being able to make the pay, right? And so, you know, being, being really clear on these things, can also help you to see what are those skills that you may need to upgrade to. So this morning, we talked about the three obstacles to higher pay. I, I do want you guys to know that if you was not able to catch this whole live stream, I do save all of my live streams. You can go to my channel on YouTube and subscribe. You can find me at I am Alicia Perkins on YouTube. I save all of those over there. I think I have other day I looked on there, I think it had like 98 videos so you are able to go over there and, and subscribe on those as well but yeah so um we talked about not having the right information point number two was how you not being able to get the exposure and, and having the right brand and three was um those hidden gaps in in your skill set so if i was able to add value to you guys i definitely want to be sure that every time i, I show up that I can serve you guys. And so if you have any questions for me about this topic, um, I'm going to scroll through these comments, make sure that I don't miss anything. Also, again, if you do want to join the best you, the sale for that does end tomorrow. Um, find out more information at thebestyou.me. But if you also want to work with me one-to-one, -one, let me know. I, I did... Um, I had a post that I did yesterday and I was saying that if you are one that you don't know what that next move means for you, if you want to be able to move into roles that pay more and you're not sure um, how to align that, I do have a special um, group thing that I'm doing and I'm, I'm only going to choose a few folks for this offer. This, this is not a main offer that I do. Um, I don't do like a lot of group things like this, but if you want to be able to get clear on what that next move is and also know how to move yourself into roles that pay more, go ahead and send me a message. This, this, um, this is going to be over the course of four weeks. So this is going to be like a, a boot camp style. And so I only have a few spots left. So if you want more information on that, send me a um, a message so we can chat. Also, if, if you just want to chat to see if me and you would be a good fit, schedule a call with me, right? And so I can we can talk and I, I can I can show you those gaps and I can also help you with a few strategies on how to fill those gaps. And so if you do want to learn more about how to work with me, please schedule a call. You can go to um, Alicia perkins.me slash discovery and schedule a call as well. So, so glad to hear you guys are served.
So glad to hear that, guys. Um, I'm, let me go up and make sure there wasn't any questions. But yes, um, Tisha, I saw that you you said that you've been applying to jobs, but you have not been able to find the results that you desire. So I'm so excited that we start our work next week. So we will get that under control, ma'am. So I guess that's all. No more questions. Okay, good. Good. Well, if you guys don't have any questions, I'll wait about ten more seconds because I do know that there is a live. Let me go a lag. Let me go over here to TikTok. Make sure. I didn't miss any questions. Oh, thank y'all. Okay. Somebody said, what are your thoughts on LinkedIn these days? They're full of memes and ads. Yeah. So I have a lot of thoughts about LinkedIn. I still think it's a great platform. I just think that it just needs to be, you know, monitored. I think which, but I think that's the mindset to have in anything that you do. I do. I do think that LinkedIn has become very influencer. Um, ish meaning that i see a lot more people who share content and information not to really help people but to just get a whole bunch of likes and engagement um and so i just i feel like there are parts of linkedin that it has become a lot more of a show and a lot more of how are they able to gain more fans rather than being able to share information that's really going to help you and i think that is important to know when somebody is there to help you and when somebody is there for just likes and engagement, because if they're only there for likes and engagement, they will tell you things that you only want to hear. Right. And so with me, I, I've have, I have had some growth on LinkedIn, I really believe. Um, but you know, when it comes to LinkedIn, I'm not trying to look to be big or famous on LinkedIn. I'm I'm here to serve. And so with me and the content that I put out, it, it don't all it's it's in in a lot of cases, it's things that people don't need to hear, but it's things that they let me say this, it's things that they don't want to hear, but it's things that they need to hear. So so I don't post to get people to like me. I post because I'm here to serve and I'm, and I understand that the real problems that people face in their career is around things that they don't want to actually hear about. So I'm not against LinkedIn. I just, I know from my feed, my feed is very tailored and I, and I don't go with a lot of the, of the LinkedIn do's and don'ts, you know, that they say, Oh, you know, you got to go find 10 people in your space and go connect on and, and go engage in their content and so other people can see it i don't trust in the algorithm i trust in the lord <laughs> so i'm not going to just go engage on other people's posts because because this is the right thing to do i'm going to engage on your post because i sincerely desire to engage and so the sad thing is that there are a lot of rules and things of that sort and and, and that could very well be why i haven't maybe experienced the growth as fast as as other people have but I'm not here to just grow on LinkedIn and get all of these folks that like my stuff. I'm here to really help and to serve. And I don't have time for a lot of the, the gimmicks and stuff. So I still think that LinkedIn is a great site. It's a great opportunity. It's a great way to meet with people and build relationships. It's a great way to talk with decision makers. So I do think it's a great site. I just think it's important to know this, let me say this. It's, it's important to know what you are here for and know when to turn it off, right? Like have set times throughout the day when you like, child, you know, 
I'm on here from here to here and then I'm out. Like a lot of the content that you see me do is already scheduled. And so it looked like I'm online, but I'm not because I'm I'm serving my clients. And it's the reason why when I created my group, I wanted my group to be on its own site. Like I was thinking about doing this whole group on Facebook, but I decided to do my group on its own app itself. So you don't have to get distracted with all of this other stuff. And you got one place to come and get the information that you need. And you have a place to come to get tailored information. Because if you're not careful, you'll scroll on LinkedIn and you find yourself being even more confused. Oh, this person say this. Oh, this person say this. Oh, this person say this. Yeah, because there's a lot of information out there, but you need to know what is the information that is going to serve you. That's what you need to know, right? But when you're but when you're reading so much information, it can cause you to be confused to where you don't take action at all. So that's why I say get up off these sites, go on LinkedIn, find the information that you need to find out and hop off. Because if not, you'll leave the site more confused. So I'm saying, what are your thoughts on this September surge? So I do think there, there is a thing to it. And it's not because it's like some kind of like, you know, magicness. It's just, you know, we're we are about to move into fourth quarter. So a lot of these budgets are still there and they what they're trying to do is is get things in into place before it ends right and so i do think it's a thing around it but i don't think it's it's as mysterious like oh this surge is coming i i I don't i don't i don't think it's it's that because at the end of the day it is all about market and that's why it's important to understand like what fields are hiring right now it's important to see what are those those roles that are really high in demand? Because if something is high in demand, it doesn't matter if it's May or June or March, they are hiring for those roles. Now I do, like I said, but there is a thing to it because you know, around November and December, hiring slows down a bit. Hiring does not stop. It just slows down a bit because it's holiday season and folks are not at work. They're out of town on trips, right? But I just think it's one of those things to... You know, it's like it's like it's important to be aware of what's happening, but have the excitement about your job search, even if it's September or if it's June. Right. Because I don't think people, you know, sometimes we make the job search more than what it really is. And I'm not saying that the job search is not hard. What I am saying is that you just need one. Yes. You know what I mean? And so I think a lot of people and I really, 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 really believe right? That in this job space, go deep, not wide. Because remember, all you need is one yes. But when you're trying to apply to everywhere, that's when you will discourage yourself, right? And and I'm saying go deep and not wide is get clear on, man, who you want to work for, man. Who is it that now that this is different between somebody that is you need a job, meaning I don't have a job. All my bills are, are past due. I need work. This is different from somebody who has a job because I really believe the best time to look for a job is when you have a job. So if you have a job and you're not in a source of like this, this mindset of, oh, I need a job right now, you have a little bit more of a space to breathe. So go deep, my friend. Get clear on those top 10 places that you want to work. Do 15. 
and work them, meaning build those relationships up. Know who are the people that actually hire. Start having conversations. Start to get clear on what is it that they need. Start to get clear on what new trends is down the road for them. Get, I mean, get to know them. Get go deep and start to really build up a robust list, not of a jobs that you apply to, but relationships and opportunities that you've built. And that's what it is when I mean to just network. It's not just about going talk to a whole bunch of people. See it as man, I am building opportunities, right? And go deep and go wide. So if there is a company that you want to work for, get get in there and start to not just go talk to one person, start to, to connect with five of them to where over there in the space, they already know your name. It ain't just one person, but a few of them are already talking about you. They are already trying to look for opportunities for you. And so when you build relationships, you're not the only one looking for a job. They are also looking for you, too. And so that's what I mean when I say go, man, go deep, figure out who you want to work for, what are the problems that that you want to solve and who you want to solve those problems for and learn those companies inside and out. So, so when so when you get the opportunity to sit in front of them, you already speaking what they need to hear. And so that's my advice to people. I do understand you're like, girl, I need a job, I need a job. Well, you know, I, I understand that too, but I feel like even in hard times, it's not just about what you do and how much of it you do. It's about, are you doing the right things? And so, you know, what is going to allow you to see faster results in your job search is not applying to a whole bunch of jobs online. It's about getting human interaction. And when you just apply for a job board, right? I mean, when you apply through a job board, you are leaving your, 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 your opportunities in the hand of a machine, right? Rather than being able to not just think what is the next job to apply for, but think about who is the next person that I need to speak to. Because when you start seeing your job search, it's not just, I got to get past the job board. But when you, when you start seeing, hey, there is somebody who holds the one yes that I need. I need to start talking to people so I can get to that one yes. Because that's the only thing that's on the other side of a yes is you being able to talk to the right person so that that would be my advice again it, there's nothing wrong with a job board but lean into some more strategies it's getting competitive out here and um but yeah so hope you guys feel served to have to get on my call with my clients soon but hope you guys feel served remember if you want to join the best you um, go ahead and do that. The sale does end tomorrow. I'm, I'm more. I'm very, oh, also, I, I forgot to tell y'all. If you want to get a peek inside of the best you, if you like, this sounds interesting, and and, and you want to know what it looks like on the inside, I am hosting a open house 
this evening at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, where I'm showing you a behind the scenes of what the group looks like, because I know sometimes it can be hard to uh, just see it in your mind. And so if you want to know what it looks like, everything that, that is in this group, um, let me know. I will send you a link, but it is going to be tonight at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And so if you want more information on that, let me know. And if there's no more questions, um, I will talk with you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Career Revamp. You can listen to this on demand wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also find Alicia Perkins on all social media platforms or at IamAliciaPerkins.com.